What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Saturday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Conium. Big Saturday of sports. Not going to muck about too much because there is a lot to get to, a lot to talk about, a lot that happened yesterday. One and two day yesterday. Our strategy of the parlays. Man, that was interesting. So we had Cincinnati. That was our main bet in college basketball. Cincinnati on the money line. They won by 30. Could have taken the spread and bet it by itself. But I was trying to stay away from spreads. We parlayed it with the 76ers who were down bad in the first half. Joel Embiid ends up hitting a game winner to win that game in the fourth quarter. So we cashed that bet. We lost. Denver lost to the San Antonio Spurs. So it didn't even matter that um, Anaheim and Calgary decided to score zero goals in the first period. They then scored two goals in the first five minutes of the second period. So that is what it is. But Denver lost by eight to the Spurs. And then in our Toronto Raptors bet, I don't know what the deal with this team is. We had this bet at plus 100 yesterday. By the time the line closed, it was minus 150 for the Raptors on the money line. They were outscored by 15 points in the fourth quarter and lost that basketball game. Ugly, ugly stuff there. We did hit, uh, follow me on Twitter, a three-team parlay, Alabama, Houston, UCLA, that cashed, which was nice, but not a great day overall. Um, had some other stuff. Had Miami to beat Duke. Took some shots because I thought we'd had a good uh, a good Thursday, but it is what it is there. Officially one and two as we roll into this Saturday. I've got two MLS bets and a UFC bet. I do just want to take a moment. If you uh, are watching this video, if you wouldn't mind just hitting that subscribe button in the bottom corner. We're over 50 subscribers, which is awesome. On the road to 100, I'm going to do some sort of giveaway when we get to 100 subs. So if you're watching, if you like it, if you wouldn't mind hitting the subscribe button and just sharing with one friend and say, hey, this guy does this six days a week gives us some good information so let's start in the ufc fight night tonight and we're going to start with the well we're going to our only bet is with the main event between peter yan and forgive me if i butcher this name marab dvash dvalishvili i'm just gonna say marab from here on in i like peter yan in this fight now he hasn't been all of that great as of late he does have a 16 and 4 record but he's coming off um three losses in his last four fights. He lost lost to O'Malley. Before that, it was Sterling. He's lost twice to Sterling in his last three fights, actually. Well, you have Marab coming in on four straight wins. Sorry, five straight wins. But the difference, I think, is the going to come down to the ground game, right? So Marab really likes to get down on the ground. He's got takedown accuracy. It's only 40%, but he averages 6.5 takedowns per 15 minutes. This is going to be a five-round fight. The takedown defense from Peter Yan is 90%. You can't get this guy down. So even though Marab is the best grappler in the division, he has won eight fights in a row uh, since a stoppage to Ricky Simon in 2018. He's coming off a big win against Jose Aldo. Um, he's not facing, you know, sort of a tin can or a washed up fighter here. Um, so despite the fact, again, that he averages six and a half takedowns per 15 minutes, only a 40% accuracy there, only lands four significant strikes per minute at 40%. So he's a close quarter specialist who attacks, um, looks to take down your stamina, looks to do that. That's not going to happen with, with Jan, unfortunately. So even though he's had some recent setbacks, uh, many believe he should still actually be the champion at bantamweight. Um, and as good as Marab is, there's no way he can 
can control uh, the clinch. No way he can control the ground. There's no way he might even be able to get him down. So with this being a five-round fight, I do expect this to go to the cards as well, which is the second part of this bet. Um, it's going to be harder for him to steal rounds, eating time, and I think Jan's just going to be able to outwork him in this fight. So I have him to win this fight, and then I have this to go over three and a half rounds. Now keep in mind, this is a five-round fight. It doesn't need to go the distance. We just need to get to the second half of the third round. When you look at Peter Jan statistically, in his last one, one, two, three fights have all gone the distance. One, a three round, two, a five round. Previous to that, he went into the fourth round and then the fifth round. So his last five fights have gone either the distance or into the late fourth round. Most of the time, he's going the distance. And then when you look at Mirab on the flip side, he's a distance fighter. So distance <clears throat> did have a stoppage in the second round. But then distance, 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 distance. Nine of his last ten fights have all gone the full five or the full three. I just need this to get over three and a half rounds. So the second half of the third round. Neither of these guys really have knockout power. This is going to be a lot more strategic chess match. More ground game, more defense, a lot of posturing. So I look for Peter Jan to win this fight in over three and a half rounds. We have that for minus 130 at DraftKings. Moving on to the MLS, and it's the home opener for my favorite team, as you can see, the Toronto FC, who have not had a great start to this season at all, okay? At all. They are taking on the Columbus Crew this evening. As I said, the first match at BMO Field. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne is expected to play tonight, which is going to be a big boost for Toronto's offense, even though where they really need help is the defense. The Crew have won their last three matches against Toronto FC all by 2-1. to one. Um, Toronto FC, however, did end a six-match losing streak that dated back to last season with a 1-1 draw at Atlanta last Saturday. They did look a little bit better, despite the fact that they didn't have Insigne. The Reds have lost their final two home games dating back to last season, but they have not lost three straight matches at BMO in over a decade when they lost five straight in 2012. Columbus, on the flip side, picked up its first win of the season on Saturday, beating DC United, who Toronto FC had a dismal uh, a performance in the second half in their first game. Um, however, they went all of 2022 without recording consecutive wins. When you look at um, the breakdown of where these teams sort of rank in terms of... Uh, uh, projections and ratings Toronto FC not projected great certainly they're around sort of the 10th spot they have a 1.5 offensive rating a 1.6 defensive rating they were projected with a 62% chance to make the playoffs but when you look at Columbus not projected to be all that good at all just a 1.2 rating in offense 1.5 rating on defense their offense is not good their defense is not good just a 50% chance to make the playoffs they were projected to get 45 points in the simulation this season Toronto FC right there as well. I think what's going to push that over the edge, A, the return of Insignia, and B, the BMO crowd. Yeah, it's snowing. Yeah, it's ugly out there, but that doesn't matter. I think Toronto's going to show up for this match, get their first W of the season. I'm going to take them straight up on the money line, plus 105 at Bet365. I also am skewing to the over 2.75 in this match as well. I think you're looking at at least three goals maybe more based on how these teams play defense. So I am going to have a personal play on over 2.75. But for uh, purpose of this podcast, Toronto FC on the money line plus 105. I apologize if it seems like I'm talking fast. But again, lots to get to. Our last pick of the day is New York City FC at Miami. This is interesting. New York City taking this again straight up on the money line at just minus 118. I'm actually surprised that... 
it's this low for NYCFC, who is the third-ranked team on this coming into this season. They are projected to have a very good offense, a very good defense, um, projected to, with 56 points to finish third in the league between behind LAFC and Philadelphia. And then on the flip side, um, you've got Miami, who's projected to not be all that good at all, right towards the bottom of the pack. And then coming into this matchup here, New York F City has won six of the last seven matchups with Inter-Miami, including they knocked them out of the uh, playoffs last season with a 3 nothing win in the first round. NYC has won all three of its home matches against Miami, and they've always scored them 7 to nothing in those games. Uh, New York City has collected one point from its first two matches of the season, both on the road. This one is now going to be at home. This is being played at Yankee Stadium, which should be really cool. So if you have been thinking about getting MLS Pass on Apple TV, I would recommend it just to see a soccer game in New York State, New York Yankee Stadium is going to be New York Yankee Stadium. Talking too fast. Yankee Stadium, which should be incredible. Inter Miami has opened the season with consecutive wins for the first time in club history. So I think that's a big reason that the odds are so um, close to even is Miami has had a good start to the year, but there's no way I think they can beat New York in this. Um, Gabriel Pereira scored New York City FC's first goal in 2023 on Saturday, um, and he's been a great addition to the team as well. Look, I think New York City is just overpowered on offense. They're overpowered on defense. They haven't looked great early on. Miami's looked better than they should early on. So give me New York City Football Club on the money line, minus 118 at bet 365. Did you get all that? <laughs> it's a busy Saturday. Let's get to it. Here's my rundown for Saturday. Give me Peter Yan and over three and a half rounds for minus 130 at DraftKings for UFC Fight Night. Give me Toronto FC on the money line, plus 105 at Bet365. And give me New York City Football Club on the money line, minus 118 at Bet365. Feel free to drop a comment if you're fading or following. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Connie for more picks and props throughout the day. TikTok and Instagram for just the picks portions. And audio versions available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Big Saturday. Let's go. Let's talk sports.